How many seagulls would it take to defeat one eagle? I don't know. How At many? At least 11. A good bit. Yeah. A, it, what's a flock? Is it a flock of seagulls? What? That's the band. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. Okay. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesco. All right, gentlemen, uh, we are back. Can I is enunciate it? that? Sure. Brian. Brian. Yeah, not Brian. Was right. that necessary? Did you just, oh, you just, you mumbled it and just you felt like you sure needed to. make sure it's clear. Okay. I think Before he was we get afraid. Into this important We would think podcast. his name is Braun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, sure. Like Francesca. so, the first time you know someone's listening, or may, you know, maybe. They... By the way, if this is the first time you're listening to us, go back an episode. We just covered in our previous episode Huddersfield Town. That's right. And we uh, want you to go back and listen to that first. That'll give you a little bit more of an explanation as to what we're doing here as we go through the summer. That's right. Uh, leading up to the start of the new seventeen eighteen season. Because we don't need to repeat all the banter we did in the last one. No, no way. No, we're going to jump right We can right never in. do as good a job as we did the first time. Never, ever. Uh, as the title is going to indicate, this is our Brighton and Hove Albion episode. I keep I always forget the and in there, Brighton and Hove. They're two separate towns, Dave, that combined into one. They merged into one, but but they're two towns. They started as two towns. That really? sounds like a club history level statistic. And Hove. Brighton and Hove. And then they tacked on Albion. Albion. And we've discussed Some, this before. Yeah. You guys have told me, I guess it's a bird, but also another name for England. That works. Okay, hey, weird. go back and read our blog. What? Okay. You'll learn all about it. About Again. last, like, October-ish. Again, you know that I don't pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Fantasysoccerfc.com. Yeah. Uh, people refer to them as Brighton or as Albion, but so, Brighton works better. Okay, so now if I'm from the town Hove, I'm a little pissed mm-hmm. about that. There is no right? town. There's no town Hove anymore. It's one. You just told me that it's a town Brighton and a town there Hove. There was. They've well, since grown into each other you just, and become you just one mean that for, city for center. Who would have originally been part of Hove? Why did they get second billing? Why isn't it Hove and Brighton? Why did Why did the town of Hove just get swallowed by the big ugly neighbor Brighton? I'm not sure that's how it happened, Dave. Well, I need to know. Because I tell you what. How about what, this? How about this? For the if, rest, I'm, if I'm a Hovian, mm, I'm pissed a, about this. A Hovian Elfian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? For the rest of this episode, I give you permission. Okay. To call it Hove and Brighton. F- yeah, fine. Yeah. Is that going to mess you up for the whole season? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, no, I, I got amazing. nothing against the whatever they are. You know, you're going to tell me. I think I know, but like. Brighton and Hove. No, go ahead. Hey, Brighton. Who are they? Brighton and Hove Albion. I mean, let's try to come up with the, the longest name possible for a club. Let, hey, let's let's go with L- uh, Liverpool Leeds Newcastle team. Sheffield Wednesday has to be the longest name for a team. Brighton and Hove Albion. It takes a long time to say, and I know how lazy that is. Just I get it. That's but you know you what? Just... Brian, I'm lazy about some things. And, w- and when I'm talking about a club, I don't want to be like, Let's see. Liverpool's Dave. playing Brighton and Hove, West Bromish, Rich Albion. I mean, it's like, what? That's what? why you can just call them Brighton, and West. that's why teams have nicknames. And that's why we can't. Why can't we just call them Hove? That's even shorter. 
Hey, remember last year when the owner of the Hull City Tigers was trying to shorten the club to just the Hull Tigers, and you were all in favor of keeping City in there, Dave? You wanted a longer name then. Yeah. This seems you're like right. hypocrisy you're, to me. Okay, it's fair. Thanks for remembering my dumbness and bringing Look, that back it's up just again. Mo- it's more about consistency. Well, it's not about stupidity. No, all right. I mean, at this point, we've beaten a dead horse. Okay. Uh, but Hull City, what, I mean, that's the, historically the name of the club, and he was trying to change it. It's like, is it really that big of a deal? Brighton, Hove, and Albion, it just seems like like they just Wait. got too many cities in there. So just, you know, it's whatever. Say it again. Brighton and Hove Albion. There you right? go. There you go. Excellent. I'm going to represent the Hovians. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. I'm going to do my own history on the Hovians right now as Scott's oh, talking. Oh, the Hovians. Find let, out for sure they're called Hovians. Yeah, let us, let us know how your research I'm turns out it. while we finish the podcast. Sounds like an evil uh, clan. The Hovians? In, uh, yeah, in some sort or of a, science or fiction. Or a Jay-Z cult. <laughs> <laughs> I can't top that. So let's go into our favorite segment uh, that we like to do as often as we can on our yeah. podcast. Uh, and with Brighton and Hove Albion joining the Premier League for the first time in 34 years, there's a lot of names here that we've maybe not mentioned in either a long time or ever, mm-hmm. uh, including one that you're going to teach us how to say. We have absolutely never mentioned this person before on yeah, this podcast. probably true. How to say it with Brian J. Brian J. Take it away. You guys want some music on this? Yeah, there's no way that you're able to link Hove into the music, is there? That'd be cool. Well, no, that's why I said Jay Z, but we can't put Jay Z on there. No, you could, I mean, you could we do could like instrumental, like, maybe. the instrumental like '99 Problems or something. Yeah, sure, maybe. But did you have a real, a real crowd pleaser? Yeah, I, that's I, way better than what I was gonna suggest, which was anything by the band Phoenix. Oh, the well-known band Phoenix? They're French. That's why. Oh. Because we're back in France again for this. What? Thanks a lot. Everything revolves around France. Your very special Brighton and Hove Albion, how to say, is a name you might need to know about this season. This French-born midfielder is just five foot seven, or five, seven and a half, as some places list him. Don't worry. We are not going to deny the man that extra height. You know, like how Dave is always saying he's 5'11 and a fourth? Mm, yes. <laughs> either, way after, either way, after spending his youth development in a handful of programs in France, Anthony, that's his first name, eventually moved to England where he played for three seasons with Leicester. Leicester City? Leicester City Foxes? The Foxes? Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. The champions of England two seasons ago. Dave, you remember them. Oh, yeah, the miracles. One of the greatest stories of all time. 5,000 to 1 odds. It's true. Only one of those seasons, though, with Leicester was actually in the Premier League, and he only made nine appearances for them that season, so it's a little hard to judge what we might get from him based on that. After a decent half season in Belgium, he signed with the Seagulls in January 2016, where from that moment on, he proceeded to smack the championship around. Yes, he did. 15 goals, 8 assists, finished the year as both Brighton's and the championship's player of the, of the year. We can talk about more stats in a second, but let's wrap this how to say up. Your Brighton midfielder is Anthony... Knockart. Knockart. If you're English. Oh. 
You want to get all French about it. Which we do. I guess. You're going to say it's something more like Anthony Knockert. <laughs> but in the French, you know how French the R is back there in the back of your throat. Knockert. 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 Excuse you. Knockert. Is that, is that close? Knockert. Yeah, it's more like Knockert. that, but more French. I'm trying to swallow as I say it. Yeah, Knockert. you have to get way back there. Knockert. Nope. Anthony Knockart yeah. is what you hear most nope. English announcers just saw. English it. announcers, they tend toward the path of least resistance yep. in a match. So yeah. Knockart and, is what we get. And I can't imagine many English announcers are going to want to get all French in their pronunciations for the French players. Only Derek Ray is willing to do something like that. <laughs> God bless you, Derek Ray. Look, this guy's good. And I think if... Pricing, if the price is right on this guy, he's a guy that you will definitely really? have to consider. Tell us again what position he'll be. He, he sh- should be should be a midfielder. Okay, he should play you. as a he'll play as a winger. Uh, Fantasy football scout reminds us that his involvement in twenty three goals was the most of any midfielder in the championship last season. Hmm. The Premier League tells us. That he ranked first in the championship in shots and chances created. And he had 96 key passes for the team, which was double the next best player on the Gulls. Wow. However, the Premier League also warns, similar to what we talked about in the previous podcast about Aaron Moy at Huddersfield, Depending on how they change formation and depending on what Pascal Gross does, they're signing from Ingolstadt. Ingolstadt. That guy uh, could challenge Knockart for time, attacking threat. It just kind of depends. However, this was the championship player of the season last year. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, I don't know. What's he gonna what's the most that he could be priced going into the season? Seven? You think so? I don't know that, that he would high. get to seven. Yeah. I, I that just, definitely feels high. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like it would be six or six and a half on the on the like as a, as a in a range. I it don't might, think he would get to seven. The key the key to what we're talking about as we start to shift now toward fantasy, especially with knock knock art, is his the, the Brighton schedule. Dave, what does that look like when the season gets started, especially those first well, three weeks? You don't like the first game, Brian. You, you never like starting off against uh, a team from Manchester, and, okay. and they get Manchester City. Now, it's at home. It's at home, but still, they're playing Manchester City. I'm sure Pep will have his team ready for a title challenge, yeah. and they got to feel like they're going to get points there. Um, 3-1. I'm already calling that one. 3-1. City. Oh, okay. I mean, and that's probably that's generous of on. you on the, on the Brighton they're side. Home. They're playing at home first match. You're gonna give him a goal. Thirty-four years. Let me give him a goal. Yeah. Hey, you remember how it Hull, might even be the first goal. You remember how Hull started last season? Pretty first good. First place. That's it. <laughs> first what? First through like four games, right? Uh, at least two. Uh, all right. So <laughs> they they start off with with Manchester City. Uh, next game, Leicester at Leicester and at Watford. Yeah. Um. So and then their their fourth game, home to West Brom, and then they're at Bournemouth, home to Newcastle. So so I like their September schedule. It's not. It's not bad. I mean, Leicester will be ready to play their first game at home. Depending on how poorly they do in August and how well these 
key guys are playing maybe in September, uh, you might start to look at them based on matchups, based on who they're playing against. But very interesting stuff, Brian. It's very good. I Thanks. will say, you know, we just did, you know, we, we you know, previously in our, uh, in our feed, there's a, a episode on Huddersfield Town. We talked about their terrier identity. And oh yeah, yippy and feisty and aggressive and and trying to attack, but they didn't didn't really translate into goals for them. No, the, but what about the goals? The, the seagulls, the mighty seagulls. They can score some goals. At least they could in the championship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned uh, Knockart with his 15 goals. Uh, is this right, Brian? Glenn Murray? Yeah. 24 goals. Yep. Was he top scorer in the championship? He was not. Pretty uh, close. Yes, he was in the. He, I think he had the second most. Okay, Glenn Murray, former Crystal Palace player from two. Uh, years it was the striker ago. from Leeds. That's that right, had, Chris Wood. That was the top Chris scorer. Wood. Yep, Chris well, Wood. Yep, there you go. Yep, very good. But Murray did put in twenty four, and he had a couple other guys who scored double digits. Uh, Tomer Hemed and Sam Baldock scored ten goals each. Yeah. So uh, there were plenty of goals there to be scored. Uh, and you mentioned their one of their signings, Pascal Gross from Ingolstadt. Their club record signing, however, was someone else, uh, Matthew, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew. I'm sure Matthew Ryan yeah. from Valencia. He'll probably start in goal for them. Uh, and so, a couple of key names uh, to look at uh, on the Brighton roster. I will say, however, I was very down on Huddersfield Town's chances. It was a lot of guys who were sort of middling, yeah. championship quality players. I got to be honest with you. You like Brighton's chances, don't you? For 19th place. <laughs> You're such a rain cloud, Scott. You know what? I'll If I'm feeling generous, I'll give them 18th place. Swansea may be that bad. Or Watford, maybe. <laughs> we can hope. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Kike Sanchez Flores. That's yep. it. Uh, you know, I look at the name Glenn Murray, and I shudder a bit. He is not a Premier League forward. He was a very good championship forward. He's a bit up Wait in years. Wait a minute. Years. He's a bit up in years. He, He's not two good. years ago. He was a four. He was a striker for Crystal Palace. Okay, he was a striker for Crystal Palace. Was he a successful striker for Crystal Palace? I mean, he did okay. He belongs in the championship at this stage in his career. Okay, do you know who else belongs fair. in the championship at this stage in his career? Who? Steve Sidwell. <laughs> I was when I saw his name on the roster. I was really surprised. I'm like, good gosh, he played with Dempsey back in Fulham. He was old when he played on Fulham when they were in the Premier League a few years ago. When, when He's even older now. <laughs> Age has not skipped over Steve Sidwell, I assure you. He is a championship uh, player at best as well. I worry a little bit about Brighton and Hove Albion. They have not had a lot of flashy signings. You know, Hopefully Gross and Ryan will be two key guys. I think they will be key guys for them. I think they'll both play on a regular basis for Brighton, but uh, I worry about them. I see 19th place in their future. Their defense. Oh, is there any chance we could get a token defender out of, out of them? Uh, Steve Sidwell. What about Lewis Dunk? Yeah, that's who. Uh, that's who's on a couple of lists. I know the Premier League mentioned him as a as a potential. He's a vice option. captain. Uh, Not. It's because happening. It's because he. Uh, He's my, he, had, he might be Jordi Amat. He might be in my new Amat. He had 38 <laughs> shots on goal. Dunk did? Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a set piece specialist. Scott Dan. Scott. Scott Dan. Scott. He's, he Charlie kept, Daniels. You want the full Lewis list? Lewis Dunk. Don't think that I might. I won't have Lewis Dunk on my team if the price uh, is right. Uh, Dave, where, did you, how, where uh, did you finish last year in the standings? 
you know what? Remember how? Um, such a, I'm I'm just asking a question here. Uh, remember how Curtis Davis? Yes. Started. Yes. For Hall last season. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he was really good for two matches. Yes. And then <laughs> like the rest of Hall City, the majority of the rest of the season. <laughs> I wa- I wonder if that could happen. However, uh, if you want the full list, the Premier League is saying these following things. 481 clearances, blocks, and interceptions, which is one of the ma- one of the major statistics that factor into bonus points in the Premier League. Oh, so see. you mock, sorry, Scott. Look, you mock. You mock, and look, I will own a Lewis Dunk. You know what? If they're giving up three goals a match, I don't care about a bonus point. Yeah, I mean, look, well, the the whole thing not giving is up three goals a match. I mean, it's confident. We're cutting off Brian. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry about this. What did Dave say? Don't let our squabble get in your way. What did Dave say, though? He said they're not giving up three goals a match. I think he's overconfident. I mean, I just wonder. I just don't I just don't think. I mean, you've seen the potential for guys on crap teams, crap defenses to do okay. Uh, I mean, if the, if he's going to get in, if he's going to get in the box, if he's going to put shots on goal, yeah, I mean, it could easily turn into a Harry Maguire I mean, another one of those big dudes. But how many weeks did you actually play Harry Maguire? About in the zero. End of the season? <laughs> did I play personally zero? Yeah, me too. I played him zero Dave? weeks. I Dave at least played, played him played once him or twice, maybe. Yeah. He might have been on the team. I can't remember if I saw I don't him. know. I like that we're talking about Hull City, though, because they have a they have a lot of Hull City feel to them. Aging guys, not really a Premier League roster here. Occasional flashes of greatness on their roster. You mentioned Knockart already. Uh, potentially their, uh, you know, their Hernandez from Hull City, or even the uh, uh, who's the guy from Everton, Umar Umar Nias. You oh, yeah. know, a guy who with a f- occasional flash of brilliance, but nothing to keep them up. There's another month. I wonder it, they're gonna. I think they'll both. Huddersfield Town and Brighton and Hove Albion. I think they will probably. Well, What's so funny? You Sam? keep making them sound like two different clubs. And Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah stop like, pausing after <laughs> Brighton. Everyone glosses over the Hove. Can and we I'm just gonna make sure? Let's just call him Brove. Brove, sure. All right. Pod but name Brove. Just call him Brighton. <laughs> My point is. They're going to get some guys on loan. It's just like Middlesbrough last year. Middlesbrough ended up being horrible, right? But <laughs> but they they signed a lot of players. They spent a lot of money to sign players, right? They got they Negredo, and if Negredo would have had any help, you know, midfield help. My point being is they I don't signed think, like 11 dudes. I don't think this is going to be the, their starting day roster. They're going to pick up a few more guys with some talent. They're not taking their entire championship roster in there. So we're start. We're recording this as of July 11th. That's right. I mean, they got four weeks before the start of the season. You think to, there's going to be to bring changes. a couple players in? I, I, they could bring in three three players that could make a difference. I think absolutely. I don't. I think that's optimistic about Brighton's. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to keep them up to sign players, but it might be another player that might be worth playing fantasy wise. All right, fair enough. Can I uh, can I give you my uh, club history? I was going to ask yeah. for it. Uh, before we do, I know you like to play a certain uh, song underneath my club history segment. But That's if right. you don't mind, I'd like to just play uh, a little something for you. This is against the rules, but I guess we'll let it slide. All right, I appreciate that. You don't want me to sing this, right? 
Now is the time for marching. Yeah, sing it. Now let your hearts be gay. All right, stop singing. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Sing some heart more. To the, heart to the merry bugles. Yeah, Doug du- du- Ultimate. Yeah. Sounding what? along the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let your voices ring my way. Now, why am I playing this song? Do you have any idea? No, but, I, yeah, that's kind of cool. Let's it's go with it. Sussex by the Sea. Oh, Sussex. You're going to hear this 19 times this coming season. Is this their song? It's Did their walkout song. Listen, nothing, Brian, I tell you what, if this doesn't get you fired up for a Premier League game, I don't know what will. I'm just going to uh, turn that down a little bit. slightly more fired up than Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles. Yes. Uh, so that's Sussex by the Sea. That's yeah. the song they walk out to. Their fans sing it. It's boisterous and it's loud and it's lovely. It is their team song after all. Their first season was back in 1901 and 02. Uh, that was the first time they were a professional club. And we've already mentioned that this coming season, 1718, is going to be the first time they'll be in the top flight of English football in 34 years. They've been fighting to make their way up, and they finally did it for this coming season. Wow. In fact, they have such an amazing fan base who is so ready for this coming season in the Premier League that when they secured promotion by finishing second in the league championship last year, they had a parade with over 100,000 people in attendance. Come on. Are you serious? I didn't make that up. Wow. They are known for having amazing fan support. In fact, I was on their website in preparation for this uh, in, in preparation for this segment, and I'm going to read you a quote from their website, and I believe every word of this. Quote, With a superb stadium, more on that in a minute, mm. voted the best new stadium in the world in 2012. That's awesome. Wow. A world-class training facility, a multi-award-winning charitable arm called Albion in the Community. An exceptional b- club and team management. The future looks bright. I say so. They're in the Premier League, you know. They'll go right back down, but they're in the Premier League for this coming season. Their future looks bright, Brighton. Come on. Ah, uh, look at you. <laughs> Punny. Once again, screwing the hove. So y- people refer to them as Brighton or Albion, but they are the Seagulls. We'll reference the Seagulls every once in a while. That stadium that uh, I mentioned is called American Express Community Stadium. That is a sponsorship, Dave. Sponsorship. Dave. Yeah. Falmer Stadium is the grounds. That's exactly right. Okay. But people refer to it as the Amex. The Amex? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. American Express, for short. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, let sure. me pull out the old Amex to pay for this. Yeah. Words I've never said before. Me neither. Why does it got to be American? Poor Express got to go second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Is it called American and Express Community Stadium? Uh, no. It, it, I wish it was. The it, M that, and X. Maybe that would emphasize how dumb everything is. The Amex. Uh, they actually have a very interesting stadium history. Obviously, they're very proud of the stadium they have right now, but that was not always the case in their club. You'll reference, hear reference sometimes to the Goldstone uh, ground. Um, they have a whole story, which I'm not going to go into because this is incomplete and unofficial after all. You can check it out on your own. Go to their, go to their website if you want to read the whole story. But uh, their owner ended up selling the ground they were at. They had a hard time uh, staying afloat financially. They ended up playing their home matches 75 miles away. Good gosh. Yes. That it's lasted. like across the entire country. <laughs> that lasted just a, just a little while. <laughs> I see what you did there. England's not that small, sir. Okay, whatever. They have one main rival. You know who that is? Yes, I do. Isn't it interesting? I'm surprised by this. Liverpool. The no. Crystal Palace Eagles. Oh. Yeah. Brian. The Eagles and the Seagulls. 
Oh. There's no better aerial duel than an eagle and a seagull. How many seagulls would it take to defeat one eagle? I don't know. How At many? At least 11. A good bit. Yeah. See what I did there? A fl- it, what's the fl- Is it a flock of sea What? That's the band. <laughs> I think a flock is true of many birds. I don't know that that's exclusive to But it's not a flock of eagles. No, I Just think you're saying. right. I think it's a... I think no one's ever a, seen two eagles flying together or more than two, so it's like... N- no one knows what a flock of eagles is called anyway, so I'm sorry, hijacking you again. That's all right. I just have one other thing left to say. Uh, they had to do some fundraising to keep their uh, club Oh, Lord. Afloat. Let me guess. The uh, furniture liquidator. No, what's his name? The provisional <laughs> liquidator. Provisional, provisional the provisional liquidator. liquidator. To keep him away, to keep him out. Gosh, that guy. Some- Listen, he's got the worst job in England, right? Every club dreads. The provisional liquidator, right? In every single club history we've ever done, the provisional liquidator is mentioned. Just he's always there. He's 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 a villain, man. He's a villain in England. You know who else like, is an, a villain for every club apparently in England is the accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever is responsible for managing the money of every team like, seems to be a villain. Oh, all of a sudden, all our money's gone. No, you got to give it's clubs true, credit. They're, they're spending every penny to try to be as good as possible. I don't think that's the case. Anyways, continue. Well, in order to keep the provisional liquidator away, they had to do some fundraising. And so they did two things uh, of note. The first was to create nude player Christmas cards. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, because <laughs> nothing says Christmas card. Nothing says Christmas, Brian, like a nude football player ladies. on a card. Hey. Hello, ladies. I mean, as long as we're not talking about David Ospina, you know, they might not have been terrible. Did you say David Ospido? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Shame Stop. You they also uh, at Brighton for saying that their future is bright, and now you want to turn Ospina into a pun on a Speedo? <laughs> They also released this uh, this this CD single to raise money. This has to be good. What is this? I know Tom you just Hark. told me. I know you just told me, but what is this? This is the CD single. That they released to raise money. Do they sing? Seagulls Ska. Cool. Is there a famous ska band from Brighton and or Hove? <laughs> this is this is amazing. Well, I'm not going to keep playing this. This pod has just gone into the toilet. And I'm not going to tell you what all the lyrics are, but they do have what were they chanting strong, in the beginning you gotta uh, tell me that who knows you don't but know, they have okay. a strong connection to the club history right. they mentioned the the old ground that i meant you know that i told yeah. you it was sold by okay, the owner yeah, sure. so it's it goes through the whole club history they you know hey it worked they're here they're still yeah. around it worked right. um i would like to uh give you a, a brighton and hove albion limerick to close this out if you don't mind yeah oh man what a what a treat are you ready for this, Brian? I am always ready. Dave, I'm going to tell you right filthy now. Filthy limericks. Yeah, Dave, I'm going to tell you right now. Get your finger on the uh, the Oh, uh, man, am I excited now. All right, here we go. Brighton's so cute, all fuzzy and furry. Scoring lots of goals, they scamper and scurry. Those smiles will be frowns when they go right back down. That's what you get with... <laughs> 
Glenn Murray. <laughs> Brian, you love that. I didn't think you would actually do it. That's amazing. You've been begging. You've been begging for filth. I don't know why you love every... filthy things so much, but you've been begging for filth for the longest time. Listen, we don't know what I said under that beep. Understood. Yeah. And no one will ever know. That's right. But Brian, look, you got I what you asked for. I'm I'm a hypocrite. It's true. <laughs> I didn't actually think it would happen. But Scott's right. That's the worst part about it. Limerick <laughs> <laughs> is true. Well done, Scott. Well done. I think we've given the people what they want about Brighton I, and I think Hove so. Albion. I don't think we can add anything more. There might be a few things, but let's be honest. If you're listening to us this long, you're not expecting much. And we'll give you more on the matches start. <laughs> because that's really when we're going to know more about Brighton. That's true. That. Yeah, Very, very, very true. That sums it up for the most part on Brighton. Uh, for the Fancy Soccer FC podcast, this is David Smith. And until next time.